Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey, folks. So, welcome back to another episode of Optimize Your Body. And I would like to, before we roll into this this short, sweet episode, I'd like to ask anyone who's listening um, just to make me aware that you're a listener, right? Because it's very hard for us to pinpoint exactly who listens to the podcast so I can see where everyone is located and all the stats, but I can't see exactly who listens. So if you're listening to this podcast now, if you're on Instagram, firstly, go and follow us both on Instagram because I always forget to mention this. We've got lots of great content on there. Andrew is at Mr. Bond Fitness. So go follow him and go follow me at Martin Silver Fitness. So um, go follow me and send me a direct message. If you listen to this podcast, send me a direct message just to let me know or just send us an email, admin at optimizeyourbody.com and what I'll do is I'll send you out as much free stuff as I can, all the free content we have. I'll I'll send you some free stuff uh, as a a favor. So yeah, go do that. And yeah, so today we're going to be talking about how to build an admirable set of abdominals and how to activate your core, and basically everything core. So I guess I'll just really briefly explain before I uh, hand over to my man, Andrew Bond. Um, I'll explain quickly what the core is. The core, right, is comprise, is, consists of anywhere between about 29 to 35 different muscle groups. So there's a lot going on within the core, just to simplify that. And... There's lots of intrinsic core muscles, which are, which are very hard to connect to and very, very hard to activate, which is, is partly why a lot of people tend to, get, tend to get injuries. It's because, firstly, they've got a poor connection to the core, but secondly, they haven't got strength uh, in certain ranges of motion. For example, a lot of my people that I've come across before who've had bad back injuries, they've literally just been twisting around to pick a pen up off their desk or something stupid like that because their body is not adapted to those kind of rotational core movements. So it's very important for health, but let's talk about aesthetics as well, right? Because I know a lot of, most people listening to this want to get, you know, want to either dial their waist in or, you know, build their abs or do something aesthetic related. So as I said, there's a lot of, lot of muscles within the core, 29 to 35 different muscle groups, uh, and to activate them and train them effectively is, is what we're really going to talk about now. So, yeah, connecting to the core properly, uh, Drew, how, how do yep. you find, yeah, talk, talk to us about your experience yourself and, and how you get clients to, to connect to these areas. I um, you know, I think people need to be aware that the core muscles have, you know, um, different actions, right, and and different stabilizations and and anti rotation, rotation, and things like that. Um, connecting properly is just usually choosing the right exercise, right, Mark? You know, I think we again in in this world we have so many fancy exercises out there, but we need to make it pretty simple, especially when dealing with clients who, for a lot, for the most part, do not have that um, connection to the body, right? You know, you train clients and you'll be doing a bicep curl and they'll be feeling it in their triceps or their chest or something like that, right? Mm. So ultimately, when you're doing any type of exercise, form is crucial. And the action and the movement of your abdominals is crucial for you to, for you building a strong, strong core, quote unquote core, or a, a very prominent set of abdominals. So mm. I just try and keep it pretty simple when it comes to the exercises rather than doing like a complex thing, like, 
a hanging leg raise, initially I might do just a, a reverse crunch, just to show people how to effectively bring the rib cage closer to the pelvis, how to squeeze and contract the muscle properly, bending the hips, not bending the, low, the lower back, um, and, and keeping it as simplified as possible, Matt. Um, I love, like I love said, that, Drew. I love you said, because that is something you actually taught me, mate, when I was, uh, when I was mm-hmm. squatting. Because I used to get lower back pain and stuff when I was squatting. And, and part of that is obviously mobility. But a lot of it was my connection to the core and not getting enough tension and not bracing my core. And that cue you use there is very effective, pulling your ribs towards your pelvis. So if you're stood up, imagine, right, bracing your core, you're just crunching and pulling your ribs towards towards your pelvis, right? In line with your pelvis. But even simpler than that, Drew, because you were talking about um, simplifying things, I use very, very simple cues with clients. And one yeah. I've been using, I only started using, using recently, actually, is imagine when you say brace your core, to, to a lot of people, they don't really know what that is, right? So one method is pulling the ribs towards the pelvis. But I find even that, for most people, can be a bit complicated. So... I say to people, imagine I was going to poke you really hard in the stomach or even punch you like in the stomach, right? <laughs> That's a bit too much. Um, no, well, it does, it does work though. I've used that one in the past as well. Don't worry. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I, I like, imagine that for the listeners. Exactly. That's it. So if you're going to, if you're going to say you're doing a squat or if you're doing any form of, of movement, which involves a core, that's a good cue. Imagine someone's going to poke you really hard in the stomach. Naturally, you're going to kind of tense your stomach. And another good one is, um, is, for example, when you are doing, uh, well, a multitude of different exercises, really. Another good one is, like, just imagine you're still on the, on the, on the beach and you want to make your waist look as small as possible. So you're sucking your belly button in towards your spine. And that actually really activates um, the TVA, which is, um, we mentioned this before, but it's the yeah. muscles which support the spine, right? And so, yeah, any, any, so are they mainly the cues that you use then and or? Yeah, um, for me, it's just, you know, when we're doing like a reverse crunch, it's trying to slowly curl the spine up and then slowly curl it back down to the, the start position. So imagine you're moving each bit of vertebrae as you curl up mm. and the same as you curl down. Mm. Um, same with the plank, which is more of a stabilization exercise, obviously. But, you know, the, the, the ways to develop your six pack would probably, um, it would be better to do a, a reverse crunch. But plank stabilization i'm looking for for different options there so i'm looking rather than keeping in a neutral position your back which is kind of what you will see um from fitness will say keep a neutral spine i don't want that i try to do that a little bit differently by tucking the pelvis and once again trying to get that rib cage closer to to the pelvis yeah and so your back will look slightly arched right which isn't the norm and and you may be frowned upon by certain people in in the fitness industry but it's just giving these little cues and tips that will help you um, effectively um, uh, uh, switch your abs on and switch two areas um, off, which I often try and tell clients as well, which are the hip flexors um, and the lower back, which become more prominent when we're doing ab exercises. Now, if you are doing any ab exercises, these are two areas which should be switched off and you should be working that, that, that main area. Absolutely. And what helps to switch those areas off, right, the, the hips and the lower back, is by just bracing your core properly, right? We've said this mm. time and time again, but, you know, the mind-muscle connection is the most important part when it comes to building muscle and doing it properly. So once you actually start getting into those core muscles and really connecting with them effectively, you naturally stop 
Oh, you know, you stop really tensing up those muscles, which for most people are already tight, like the, the hip flexors and the lower back. But that's where mobility comes in handy as well, right? To, to kind of uh, to, to loosen up those overactive areas. Um, but yeah, and you can pretty much, right, you can, you can really focus on activating your core for every yep. exercise, right? You could even, even when my clients are doing a bicep curl, you know, I'll really get them just to keep it simple. I'll just say, make that way smaller, you know, suck your belly button in towards your spine. I don't like to overcomplicate things, Drew, to be honest, because bracing the core, I think, when you say brace the core and you want to get that tension there, that's really effective when you're doing the, the, the exercises which have less room for error, like, you know, the, the deadlift and the squat. I find, for example, if someone's doing a bicep curl, it can be a lot to think about, right? Because even a bicep curl ends, you can actually make yeah. it really technical, right? You know, pin your elbows to your sides, keep your cool. chest up. Uh, and then if you add the core in there as well, I just say, make the waist smaller. Suck your belly button in towards your spine and just keep that tension. And once you practice it enough, Drew, you can actually, because a lot of people I find stop breathing when they do it. <laughs> so mm. you, you learn to do it. <laughs> yeah, go on. I think, I think, you know, as a trainer, you need to take things, these things into account as well. Like, um, you know, you're saying about five different teaching points there, right? So exactly. if you are working with a client who isn't used to you, then... Um, just bring in small, small little changes once at a time rather than say, hey, brace your core, elbows by your side. Good point. Yeah. Pelvis. You know what I mean? So just start slow yeah. uh, with your clients and build up over time and eventually they will, will be able to adapt to that and, and they'll get it and they'll be, it'll become, it'll become uh, the first, first protocol, right? Or the first thing, that, first thing they do when they're doing these exercises is, okay, I'm going to uh, get my pelvis in the right position, my obliques are switched on, my abs are working, I have my elbows in the correct position. The more time this year, the easier it will become. But if you're a trainer and you're out there and you're going, right, I need you to brace your core, I need you to do this, do that, do this, people are going to get confused, they're going to get put off, and they're not going to get the exercise right. So slowly bring in these changes. That's exactly um, right. You'll get there. Uh, that's right. And that, that's what I was going to say then. Yeah, so I'll, I'll focus on, you know, the, the, the fundamentals first. You know, when it comes to like a bicep curl, for example, I'm not going to go to the core straight away because it's not really that, it's not really as important as when you're doing something which, like I said, has less room for error, like a squat or a deadlift. That is when mm. the core is really the top of the list, right, Drew? Yeah, exactly, mate. And, you yeah. know, yeah. let's talk about two things that are going to work in your favor when 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 trying to shrink your your waist or trying to have uh dominant abs right i think we kind of skipped over that yeah um yeah. that would be obviously your diet your nutrition needs to be dialed in which is a huge component of it um being in a calorie deficit you hear that name thrown about left right and center and the fitness injury at the moment it's not that easy always for people to get into a calorie deficit there are certain things that and behavioral changes we need to uh put in place first before they can do that and also, um, I would say just uh, efficient programming and doing the exercises correctly. Now, even if you do have, there's no way you're going to spot reduce an area, right? You always get people asking that question, what uh, exercises can I get to get a flat flat stomach? Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to spot reduce an area. It doesn't, doesn't work. You need to be eating better to dial these areas in. However, you can, if programmed efficiently and you do the exercises properly, you can make your abs more prominent, even at higher body fat levels. I think we often make the mistake of doing high rep ranges and things like that when it comes to abs, but we should, for the most part, be training it the same as any other body part, right, Mart? So we've talked about this probably last week about switching rep ranges up when it comes to training your full body. 
Now, most people, when they train abs, they probably do that 20, 30 plus uh, mark on rep ranges, doing like a lot of crunches, feeling that that is the only way to train them. But you'll find that you will get good results from then switching that 20 to 30 rep uh, range that you've adapted to to more strength-based training, adding some weight or doing lower rep ranges. For sure. And talking about the the calorie deficit, I wanted to just skim over that because we've we've done loads of, of ep- yeah yeah that was great and, and we've done loads of episodes. If you want to look back at some of our fat loss episodes, and we've we talked a lot about nutrition and, and calorie deficits and whatnot. But as Andrew said, it's not it's, it's a lot easier said than done. So, but but the key thing is like for example, right now, as I've said, I'm prepping for a show. As, as we speak, I'm like four and a half weeks out from the show, and I know the most important thing for me to have visible shredded prominent abs on stage is to remain in a calorie deficit and keep burning more than i'm eating so that is what's gonna you know quote unquote peel off the layers of body fat right which are going to expose your abdominals but as andrew said it is look at it look at the abdominals and the core as no different to any other body part for some reason in the fitness industry um we've kind of been inundated with with uh people doing high reps on abs and you know models looking with a you know models with a trim waist and abdominals doing like all these high rep crunches and stuff uh but to be honest that is a load of bullshit when it comes to building your abdominals effectively um you need to be really focusing on the connection as we said but treating it like any other body part and actually applying weight as well doing doing weighted abdominal exercises but that is a little bit further down the line for most people but i'll tell you what and whilst we're on that topic um i have been training my abs at the moment i've been doing something on abs about five times per week you know i've yep i've never done that for a show before drew and um Mm. what i'm doing is i'm following Shameless plug. It sounds like we're, uh, by the way, I I listened to our last episode. And if anyone hasn't listened to that, go check it out. Episode 77, getting great feedback on that. But um, obviously we mentioned our program quite a lot, but I just wanted to make everyone aware, like we really don't care too much. We don't care about about the money side of it, right? You know, we're, we're doing all right in that sense, right? So just wanted to put that out there, but we are really passionate about the programs we've created because we know they're going to get great results. And yeah. so much so that I've been following our ultimate core guides leading up to the, uh, to the show. So I've been doing that two, three times per week. And I'll tell you what, my abs already, because uh, we've got like a strength phase on there, right? So talking about the weighted abs, obviously is split into, we've got a beginners and advanced section. And I've been obviously doing the advanced one and it's all weighted heavy abs. And yeah. I tell you what, straight away, you can see the thickness and it's just like any other muscle, Oan, right? You, you notice mm. a difference, like the thickness and well, the fullness. Well, and what was your thought process going into this? Obviously, you, you, you're doing this show. Your abs look tremendous anyway when you're on stage. What was your thought process coming into that, coming into the show that you should train the abs two, three, four, five times a week? Why, why, why the change there? Oh, it's because my abs are, you know, they, they're different shape to normal abs, right? They're, I've got like, you know, when I get lean, I've got like 10 abs, right? <laughs> got, like a, yeah. got like a 10 pack, but it's not so much about how many abs you've got on stage. It's more about like how prominent are they? 
and right. how much proportion do you have? You, you know that and anyway, yeah? How much yeah. proportion and symmetry do you have in the body? So for me, I need, I need to thicken them. I need to make them bigger. Um, at, so they're in proportion with my other muscles. So it comes yeah. back to what you were saying, you know, it's no different to any other body part. Uh, but, but more than that is obviously I'm, I'm doing, I'm competing in the, uh, for the second time as a, as a pro level fitness model and the pros, uh, it's all about abs, you know, it's, it's all about right. condition. You've got to get so like for this show, like my coach said, I've got to be, you know, harder and more shredded and drier than I've ever been. So mm. you need to be super conditioned and you need yeah. to have those, uh, those abs popping. So, but yeah, talking That's about the thought process quickly and is like we said on the last episode, I'm not smashing. So our, don't get me wrong. Our program and actually is, is quite hard. The ultimate core guy that hurts. I was aching yeah. for the first few sessions. Um, but on top of that, I'm still doing the abs, just one exercise for the abs at the end of each full body session. So just right. three or four sets. Um, and I'm just doing like different exercise then. So yes, I'm training abs five times per week, but that, once again, I'm not completely annihilating them. So I have to spend most of my week recovering, you know? Yeah. So you're focusing a little bit more on, on training them frequently as we've, we've discussed in the past. Right. And, and what you're saying about there is, is your show, everything is about abs, right? So yes, which obviously we focus on health and, and we're talking about training efficiently, but for the most part, abs are usually the visual represent representation of like what health is or health is deemed anyway. Right. Definitely. And, and, you know, you're fortunate enough to keep them all year round. Obviously they're a little more dialed in, dialed in now. Right. But it's, yep. you know, we, we do know that, you know, you can have a six pack and be unhealthy. Mm. Uh, but, but sometimes we see abs and we can see that as a good indicator of, um, of, I don't know, you being, you being a picture of health all year round. That's right. Um, and they are, they are, you know, it, I, I could probably, I, I was thinking about this earlier. Obviously it could go back to when we were cavemen. I always revert back to this for some reason. No, but I like I it. I was going to talk assume, about that. Then. I assume that it was an, it was an attractiveness for the opposite sex because it probably showed that you were athletic, strong, and you were able to go out and find a meal for your, the opposite sex or your partner. So I would, I would say even back then it was that sort of attractiveness, right? Definitely. Yeah. It's a sign of health. Just like mm-hmm. anything, so yeah, so a small waist is is obviously we we all like we all everyone's obsessed with abs nowadays, right? Because yeah. like you, you look online and you think a lot of people listening to this, right? I just want to we we talked about this before, but without going too deep into this, we always think right if I get if I get this, I'll be I'll be more content, more secure, more happy, right? So if I get mm-hmm. if I get abs, I'm gonna be. But isn't it funny how it works with abs, Drew? Because we've both been there with basically like a binge eating disorder, right? When we were restricting yeah. and we didn't, we weren't, we didn't know what we were doing really with nutrition and unhealthy relationship with food. And we still had abs, didn't we? But it was, it yeah. was a struggle. It was a constant battle to try and, to try and maintain, um, you know, like a basically lower body fat percentage, right, Drew? Yeah, you can, ex- you can be extremely unhealthy with a six-pack, Mark. You can be, uh, <laughs> We've been there. You can be going through a lot of psychological problems, and that's why sometimes I laugh when people say they want to lose weight and they want to get, want to get a six-pack. I'll be happy, and I'm like, you know, at least I can give them that example that I've actually been there before, and I've been through those, those struggles and, and, and troubles and things like that with my own uh, image issues, and, and, and I can give them, you know, unless you're happy within, and, you know, when you get to that weight or that and low body fat levels, then it's not going to change you in terms, exactly. in terms of your mentality. So that's right. How about your, um, let me talk about, obviously you're talking about small waists have been made popular in your, I guess in your realm, right in the physique divisions and things like that. Yeah. But 
for me, sometimes when I see like a strong thick waist, which is, you know, somebody's been doing certain type of exercises, they have well-developed obliques and, and, and a, not even, not a big waist, but a thicker waist. Yeah, obliques sometimes on the side, the, the muscles on the side. Yeah, that, sometimes, yeah, sorry. Sometimes that's the epitome of health for me rather than seeing like a small, tiny waist, which really uh, structurally is, is not strong and is not going to help you function properly, right? That's right. And we mentioned this on one of the other episodes when we talked about core, but yeah. when you actually build muscle on your abdominals and your core region, it actually gives the illusion that your waist is smaller. So and what Andrew was alluding to there was, yes, a small waist is attractive, right? Because it's a sign of health. But it's actually aesthetically better if you build muscle around your abdominals, especially your obliques, as Andrew was saying then, the muscles on the sides. Now, some of the best exercises for the obliques, uh, like rotational exercises, so one of my favorites, and is, is cable twists or cable rotations. Oh, yeah. But even that, I, I personally think that's an advanced exercise for the average person. You know, it's, it's tough yeah. to actually get that right because you want to keep your hips pointing forwards, so on and so forth. But, um, but yeah, as you were saying, just actually building muscle on your abdominals will give the illusion um, that your waist is smaller. Now, obviously, you have to, you have to be uh, relatively lean, so, you know, for most guys, you know, you need to be kind of down below about, I don't know, 12, 13% really, give or take, it depends on genetics. Um, so yeah, so building muscle on the abs, don't ever listen to people who say, don't squat and deadlift because it makes your waist thicker. Don't do weighted abs, I hate that one, because it makes mm. your waist, waist thicker. Complete bullshit. Yeah. It makes your waist look much, actually makes, makes your waist look smaller and it adds to your aesthetics, right, And. I say, man, an interesting point you said about that being an advanced exercise, doing the cable twist, right? For the most part, we're always stuck in the sagittal plane, right? So we are, we do advise people to do uh, uh, movements in different planes of motion, like a transverse, which is a, which is a twisting movement. However, you said that's an advanced movement. Like a lot of us aren't um, capable in the sagittal plane, which is kind of straight in front of us. So we need to get good at movements in that plane first before we even try those type of uh, anti-rotation movements. So mm. if you are planning a program, just be aware of that. Get rid of these, Get as I said earlier, get, get used to the simple exercises first. Then when you're advanced and when you've improved, then you can start doing these different type of sideways movement, mm. sideways movements and things like that. And again, let's talk about, um, we're talking about thick waist, thin, thin waist. I just want to warn people about using waist trainers as well. I know we discussed yeah. this previously. You, you bought one, right, for a previous show. Yeah. Uh, I just want to bring that up. That. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> uh, you little bitch, but um, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, it's it, they they will. I, I'm sure if you wear them every day for months on end, they're going to dial your waist in. But you're going to lose function of everything we just talked about—the core and having strong waist and strong abdominals, which we need to function in day-to-day -day life. So, for what you're gaining, maybe an inch off your waist, you're going to lose a lot of. Uh, strength throughout the body anyway so it's really not worth it so that's kind of a warning to people it's an not awful. to fall into the trap of having a waist trainer you can dial things in with a diet you know yeah it's an awful trade-off a waist trainer folks is just when you is one of those basically what is it like a, a band that you strap around your waist right and a lot of yeah. the uh, physique athletes use it because they think it makes their waist smaller basically load of bullshit switches off your uh, the, the muscles we talked about the tva the transverse abdominus is, I would say, probably the most important muscle group within the core because it supports the spine. So as we said yes. before, imagine you've, imagine you've got like a pen which is wobbling, right? That's your spine when you haven't got a strong TVA, which is why, you know, 
sucking the stomach in, belly button in towards your spine, and and that's what I was going to mention. I have um I have an IGTV Instagram TV video, uh, yeah. where I teach you how to do the vacuum. It's called the tummy vacuum, right? So so that's really important. If you can practice doing that and just literally doing I don't know 10, 15 seconds of that three or four times a day, just really sucking the belly button in towards your spine. That there. Another, obviously, cue I used earlier was imagine you're still on the beach and you're trying to make your waist look as small as possible, so you're sucking your stomach in. Uh, that right there is your TVA, um, which, which is what switches off if you get one of those stupid waist trainers. Um, yeah, exactly. just to wrap this Let me just, make, one. just point, that, point out to you with that as well. Like that TVA exercise, that's something that you probably want to do when you are like coming close to your show as well. Because Sorry. Um, coming close to your show because... That type of exercise then when you're in kind of uh, single fig, uh, figure digit body fat levels will help you dial things in a little more, right? Mm. That's not kind of the exercise that you want to do when you're high body fat level. You, you know, obviously you want to bring your, your body fat levels down first. But when you are dialed in for a show, that's probably going to give you that little bit extra, I'd imagine. Absolutely, yeah. So I need to actually practice that a bit more. That's a good point. So yeah, just just to summarize then, um, fa- favorite exercise real quickly. Um, i say yeah. my, my top three exercises would be the cable rotations. If I had to pick now, cable rotations, because that covers the internal and, and uh, muscles and the obliques. Then I would say, um, I'd say hanging leg raises, but that's too, it's just too advanced for most people. So I'll take that one out. I would well, say can, Ro- yeah. Roman chair sit-ups. If done correctly, right? What's that? If done correctly. If that's done right. correctly, right? We've got another video on that. We've got a video on YouTube. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, but actually, without going too much into that, right? Um, favorite ab exercises. What we should do is just send people over to get a free ab, ab plan, right? So yeah, yeah. Just, just go over to op- optimizeyourbody.com, the new website. Uh, go to free guides. Enter your email address and you'll get our three, our three free guides and we're, we're going to be adding more as well. Uh, and I also wanted to say as well, we are going to be, in terms of the videos, we've put the videos on YouTube, we've kept them private and we're going to stick them onto the uh, website. So you've got, for anyone who's got the, uh, the ab guide um, and you don't know some of the exercises, we're going to be updating them onto the website soon. But if you do need to know, like if, you, if you're kind of confused as to what the exercise is, just send me a, a direct message on Instagram at martinsilver fitness and anything else you wanted to say and quickly no really just as we've we've uh we've said already mate it's, it comes down to dialing your your diet in a little bit mm. um it comes down to form right and picking the right exercises and, and having a efficiently programmed ab routine um will help you uh with your goals of getting a better physique okay definitely yeah, so go over to, uh, go and get the free guide. You might as well give it a go and uh, see how you get on. We've got a lot of the exercises we mentioned in there as well. So uh, yeah, and don't forget to go, go check us on Instagram. Send me a DM. If you listen to this podcast, send me a direct message just so I know because it's tough to pinpoint. So, um, and also, uh, if you like this episode, just jump over to iTunes and, uh, and give us a, a rating and review. Thanks for listening. Cheers, and Thank you. Bye-bye.